Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Good morning, everyone, and good afternoon whenever you're listening. Today's February 25th, 2022, and uh, this is a preemptive strike podcast on what to do uh, before it happens. This is threat assessment. This is risk management. We've got um, Tommy Vaughn. Do you go by Tommy Vaughn the third? Yeah. I go by Tommy generally. Tommy, yeah. okay. I, I, uh, I'm the third also, but I never put it. I never talk about it. Yeah, so we got Tommy, the owner of Central Technology Solutions. Sherry Arthur is here. The first. The first? Yeah, the first. The first and only, right? <laughs> yes. So we're going to talk about something that's in the news right now. It's a valid threat for the United States. It's a valid threat not just for businesses, but for individuals. Uh, and that's cybersecurity. And that's security on passwords. We're going to go into a lot on this. Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, um, for me, I grew up in technology, mm -hmm. and being that I'm in my mid-40s, yeah. I kind of came up as technology came up. So there weren't cell phones, there weren't computers, but as it became a thing, I was part of it. Yeah. So I feel like I, I, my expertise comes from doing this my whole life, right? Right. And seeing how Passion. it went from... Exactly. And, yeah. and I love what we do, and, and I love helping people. But to see where computers went from a fun thing, where we're, where's Carmen Sandiego, to running an entire everything countries yeah your financial institutions yeah. everything on technology uh, which I think is the right thing but protecting ourselves yeah and understanding how to protect yourself and how easy it actually is to do that um, I'm excited to talk about that but my background here I started my business in 2005 and you know we've grown every year um, not so much in 0809 when the economy fell but we yeah. still grew and uh, we're just slow, steady at it. We're not the right fit for everybody, and uh, but we do focus on education as being a, a primary goal right. of protection. Right, and our businesses kind of link up together because you secure facilities, and that's what I do with active shooter training. I, I, I recommend cameras, locking doors, key access control, and that's what you guys do. Correct, we do that as well as the cybersecurity right. side. So we have two divisions. We have our IT side, which yeah. is our larger side, and then we have our physical installation side. And that's access control, cameras, we can do AI, we can do facial recognition, we can do license plate recognition. Yeah. What's we AI for the people who don't listen? Artificial uh, intelligence. Okay. <laughs> and, and remember, after you introduce yourself, yeah. or when you ever finish, remind, let's talk about that. Okay. Um, because that's important. A lot of people don't know about that. Right. I think it'd be great chance to get Cherry, go ahead and yeah. tell me who oh, you gosh. are. So what, when did you start uh, Central Technology? 2005. Okay. Okay. Yep. yep. I moved to DC. I was in DC for six years. And I was an operations manager. I was in charge of security mm -hmm. as well as other things at a private Christian school. Yeah. There. And then I just knew God was done with me up there. And I sold everything, moved back here and started my business. Had Good. no idea it would be to the place where we're globally recognized. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. No That's a blessing. That's really a blessing. You got to follow what the Lord tells you to do. I, I do it all the time and it works out for me. It, it, uh, it has worked out. Okay, Sherry, you're up. All right. Um, my background, I kind of grew up. Um, with IT always coming back home. And I say that because my mom was a global IT director for um, a company in town. So um, I just remember her traveling to Europe and coming back. And I remember one day she was like, yeah, there's this thing called the cloud. 
and we're gonna yeah. put everything out there and i remember as a kid i was like okay whatever mom like that's not really a thing right. Meanwhile, fast forward to my early 20s, I'm now marketing the cloud at CTS. Amazing. Yeah, so that's cool. being able to be a young sponge mm-hmm. and listen to everything um, that she was saying when she would come home, it's it's now a rewarding experience to uh, provide the marketing material for CTS. Right, right. Excellent. Okay. So what's the biggest threat right now with with what's going on with Russia and Ukraine as an in, let's let's start as an individual let's pretend like I don't own a business but I I check emails or or even me being a small business um, I don't think I'm on the radar for big cyber threats because I'm I'm because of what I do I could be but what's my biggest threat as an individual that does or doesn't own a you know a small business what do I need to be watching for so first off I'm gonna tell you wrong mm-hmm when it comes to, oh, it's just me, it's just this. Right. Right. So imagine us individuals, we mm-hmm. all have, generally have cell phones, computer accounts, emails, social media, etc. Well, you know people that work at big businesses or corporations or in the government or right. you, like me, have a son in the military. Right. Right. You, you have access. So if they can get to you and they can get to your contacts, you are the weakest link that's now got them to where they can send an email to my son in the military and it's like, hey son, I saw this video of you, I wanted you to check it out and you click on it, it drops a payload to my son's computer all because of me. So right. the idea of only being a big name target yeah. is out. Big name targets have security, yeah. so it's harder to get there. So why even try? We'll start at lower level and work our way up. That's a good point because I do active shooter training for big pharmaceutical companies. I did auto manufacturer. I've done food companies, and that's a really. I didn't think about that. That's a good way to look at it. We're constantly emailing each other back and forth, Absolutely. and phone calls. So yeah, that's that's good. Right, and again, when it comes to the cyber <clears throat> side of things, it, you know, right now, I'd love everybody that's listening mm-hmm. to think about this as you as an individual, and you pull your phone out and you're looking at it. Do you look at work emails? Yeah. Do you read work documents on that phone? Mm-hmm. All right. Is that phone managed? Is it part of your security awareness plan? Yeah. Like, is it something that is being monitored? Yeah. Because if I get a hold of your phone and your phone has access, username, passwords to these other applications, such as your Outlook, your email, whatever, um, your cloud, all of a sudden I have access to that. And if you're saving things in your browser on your computer and your phone, you so you search something on your phone and you notice that it shows up in the history in your browser, that can be a problem too. If yeah. You're saving stuff because now you've given them the access to your computer, the pass, the hash, mm-hmm. two factors, not a problem anymore. Yeah. I'm able to go right in all because you did not manage that phone that you're still looking at. I right. Right. I think that could be your weakest link. And if you know, you don't have any antivirus on that phone and you don't have any MDM, which is mobile device management uh-huh. for your IT company like us, you need to stop and think about what access you have to it and should you have that access delete it off your phone or call a company like us to help you secure it yeah and and everybody's doing banking on their phone they take a picture of a check my wife did it the other day took a picture of a check i deposited it banking we're paying bills we're doing everything on our phone while we're driving so here's here's another one (laughs) don't do that (laughs) that sherry brought up um earlier today when we're having a discussion um you can imagine what it would be like to go without power. Snow's here, you go without power, mm-hmm. right? You Sometimes the water company, you don't have water for a little while, your well goes dry, like these are crazy things. Imagine that these attackers take down the internet mm-hmm. for one hour. Just yeah. imagine, oh. one hour. Let's not talk about days, yeah. could be, but let's say they do some type of crazy DDoS attack or something and are able to shut down the internet. 
what would you as an individual or a company, how would you be able to operate when you can't process credit cards? Right. There's no internet connection. Right. You can't, there's so many things you can't do. You can't deposit that check. You can't go to the ATM. Right. You can't, all of a sudden Nothing. things are just It's yeah. hard to imagine. It's like- It's a, hard to fathom. It is because yeah. you're so dependent. We were there before. Yeah. That's the crazy part. We have been there. And right. And it was like, that was the norm. Right. Now, welcome to our norm. Let's make sure we don't go too far from the previous norm. Yeah. So make sure you have cash in your pocket. Absolutely. Make sure that you are ready. So because of what's happening in the news and something does end up shutting down, yeah. you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking earlier off air that even the White House is coming out and saying that cyber attacks are a credible threat. And we were joking that if the White House has said it, we're probably two or three weeks behind that information. Or considerably more in this case. I yeah. Think. I would say over yeah. the years. Well, I, I took a, a terrorism class um, a few months ago and they were talking about a Florida uh, county where uh, a cyber attack occurred to the water plant. And what they were able to do is go into the system and alter how much chlorine is being put in the water. So these people are drinking. They're like, holy cow, the, the chlorine level is high. That's just a test. I think that's a test run. They're testing that system to see what they can do next. So you can actually Google this and, mm -hmm. and look at some of the different water has been a mainstay right. in terrorism. Right. right. If you can poison the water, you kill all these people. That's right. Whatever. There's there's so many vulnerabilities there. I mean, much less you get in the situation of old pipes like they did in Flint, Michigan. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, that which was neglect. And you don't right. want to end up neglecting your safety protocols physically or on the cybersecurity side. Right. right. But um, so if we, if we go back and look at, you know, what, what are we doing to protect our vital infrastructure, mm -hmm. power grids. What if an EMT goes off? Right? That's right. Blows it out. Then you're just like having no internet. You got nothing, right? You got nothing. No power, you got nothing. So you really need to think about that. One of the things that Russia did, um, they went after, and it was a test run, I believe. Mm -hmm. They they hacked in and got control of a water system, and they took the pressure for the water pumps, ran it up really high, and blew the pumps out. Wow. So now. They've got to replace these pumps, so now there's no water pumping anywhere. Yeah. Nobody's even got water, right. much less poison one. And they were able to do it from, imagine somebody's basement. Oh, absolutely. Hydrogen. It's like, yeah. boom. And yeah, and talking about it, you mentioned an EMP, an electromagnetic pulse. Um, people have to, I, I tell my wife, there's two ways to get to our house. And I tell her, if you're at work and an EMP occurs, this is the route you're going to take home. Because if I'm coming to get her... We've got a vehicle that wouldn't be affected by an EMP. It's in the you know we've we've taken measures for that. But if I'm coming to get her, I don't want her going the other way to the house. I want her. So it's a good point you bring up is think about everything with an EMP. If I had if we had zero electronics, what are we going to do? Right. You can't call. I can't call my wife at work and say, Hey, we had an EMP. Uh, you know, just sit tight. There's no electronics. Nothing. So there's actually a book out there. I'm trying to remember. I think it's called One Second After. One Second After um, yeah, in North Carolina. Great. Yeah. I was listening to that on audiobook when I was traveling to uh, Indianapolis for Active Shooter. I had to turn it off because I'm thinking <laughs> if I get over there. But when I went to Indianapolis, in my in the back of the car, I brought a backpack with some protein bars, some waters, some sneakers, uh, of course, extra ammunition. And I'm thinking if I have to walk back from Indianapolis... You know, I mean, it, it's a threat. North Korea has this stuff. Russia, they're out there. And uh, we don't think it would happen to us, but we could. Uh, but could. I actually believe the U.S. is a very soft target. Absolutely. Especially right now with this White House administration. I completely agree. And the fact that, that President Biden would come out and say that 
yeah, we're good to go on this cybersecurity no. side is not no. the case. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, it's like saying, yeah, I've got two-factor turned on on my email account, but not the other nine accounts that you have. Right. have access to right. you know, much more data, not to mention using the same passwords, etc. I was just et about to say, yeah. just, you know, going back to the concept of what can the user do right now to protect themselves? Right. Use a different password. Yeah. And it may sound quote unquote tedious, but it's not. Yeah. You know, there's different platforms out there that help you with this. Um, and then also turning on multi-factor authentication. Oh, it takes too long. No, it doesn't. If mm-hmm. you sit in the Starbucks drive through, yeah. you can you can turn this on. You can yeah. use it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. Um so should we be changing our passwords right now with our banking and credit cards? Is this a good time to be changing them? Well, I think that's that's a whole topic that I think I'm glad you brought it up. So passwords. Oh, I've got a strong password. It doesn't matter that it's your kid's name or whatever, your yeah. favorite dog. But that Take that out of it. Being long and complex, that's what matters, right? Okay. Because it's not people trying to guess your password. Right. It's a computer running through it, right? Oh, okay. So using different passwords for everything uh-huh. is the best way to do it. But yeah. let's be honest. We can't remember. I mean, think about how many apps you have. Oh, my phone. goodness. Yeah. I've no probably way. got 30 passwords out there. Exactly. How are you going to remember them, especially if they're long and complicated like they're supposed to be? Yeah, right? yeah. So that's why I think, you know, because we're so into, I don't want to be inconvenienced, mm-hmm. that that becomes a, a major problem even today. And then I can go online and see on the dark web your username and password handed to you, which we've done for people before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are tools out there to help you with it. Save password to browser. Do not do that. If you're listening, delete it. Take clear it out. Do never ever ever save it. Um, even your two factor can be saved in there. And it's like remember this computer for thirty days. Stuff like that. Right? Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Because it takes and it creates a token, a code, basically past the hash is what we call it, and it saves it so that every time it connects, it says, "Oh, you already verified that's you." Well, if it's saved in the browser, it's unencrypted. I can grab it. And then wow. I can log in from anywhere as you yeah. and bypass your two-factor, right? Because we're lazy. Because we're lazy. Yeah, yeah. So here's what I would recommend. I think this company does a great job, and I'm all about actually giving people names of companies they can go to uh-huh. that are out there yeah. and help them. There's a company called LastPass. LastPass, it's encrypted. They do a lot in the business world, but they do so much in the business world, and they truly care about people yeah. that they offer a free version. And so you're getting enterprise-level for free if you're an individual. Last pass. Last pass. Okay. So you download last pass, so you yeah. log in, you create it, you 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 put the little extension in, so you're saving it to that, not your yeah. your your actual browser. So you only have to remember one password, one set of two factor, everything's in there. You can search the website, go to your bank website, you can do it in LastPass, it'll populate everything, it'll fill it out, it makes it quick. It also can can generate your password for you. So it's it's a string of letters, characters, and yeah, yeah. words, just this long complicated thing, but you're never gonna have to know it because it's in LastPass. So it's an app on your phone. It'll remember all the ones for the apps on your phone. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, you can truly have what you need, which is unique, long, strong security, yeah. passwords, and two-factor, all built into a place where it's not the same. Right. Gives you easy access. You can manage on your own. Right. LastPass. LastPass. That's great information. I'm, I'm going to look into that. What about, I see on Facebook Marketplace, um, I'm selling my iPhone. Anybody want to buy it? Or I'm selling my computer. Anybody want to buy it? What I do is I take a hammer and smash smash it. <laughs> I do because, um, you know, I've always understood from being in forensics with police, you guys made something, you know, and I retired in 07, but I always learned it's never gone from the computer. So can you, it, would you advise somebody to sell an old computer because they're buying a new one? What do you, do so they? For, for, granted, 
you know, generally we are business to business yeah, yeah, with what yeah. we do. Um, we actually destroy yeah. the chain of custody. Yeah. We destroy all of the hard drives for any computers right. that we replace. Right. Uh, if a customer chooses to keep the computer and do what they want with it, mm -hmm. it's, it's up to them. But you're right. And that actually got a big hit in the early 2000s because copier companies would go, you'd have a lease copy or uh -huh. something in your office, you'd scan stuff yeah. or whatever, copy yeah, it yeah. for a customer. They signed it, so you scan it in. All of that data stayed on the hard drive in the device. So you got done with your lease, you know, your that the whole copier becomes off lease. That's right. The drive is still in there and they you know, it started to come out that, that all this data was still there. So you can there's things you can do to yeah. replace or delete the data as far as phones go. I don't do anything on my phone that's considered sensitive. Okay. I just won't do it. Yeah. Um, I just, I mean, I could, but I just prefer not to. Yeah. Um, so I'm not worried about reselling my phone. I'll, okay. I'll wipe it. Do right, it. right. I would encourage you that if you're going to have anything sensitive on your phone, that you need to take the measures the same as you would as if you were at your work in your office. Mm -hmm. Like there needs to be a level of security that's higher. And that stuff's out there and it's not just Norton VPN or something. Like we actually need something better right. than that to do it. Right. Um, but yes, I would definitely, I would consider selling it. Smashing it is a good way to guarantee it. It's yeah. not out if you have if you have anything like we literally have a video where Sherry <laughs> had one of our guys destroy a hard drive with an axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we take it serious. That's what I do. I, I take it out a big, big, uh, heavy hammer and just smash the phone. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just it, I just feel better. It's, log splitters are fun. Yeah, log splitters are good. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's yeah, good. They just, they just tear them up. <laughs> um, but some of your shredding companies actually will shred it yeah they video it being shredded okay and they write the serial number of the hard drive down yeah and then you have a chain of custody from you to them with a video of it being destroyed so there's a way to cover yourself so i think that's another thing i want to point out we talk about well i don't want to be inconvenienced with this and cybersecurity. if they do if i do get hit there's nothing they're really going to get from me mm. you know, like people have this whole idea and there's there's a there's a lot more to it to that um cyber insurance Okay. It's a huge thing. Yes. Yeah. So you look at the cost of insurance, you know, car insurance, you made an accident, right? So cyber insurance has increased year over year over year. I mean, ridiculously, mm -hmm. because they don't know how to manage it. They don't have the statistics they do of car accidents or other things to build. A, all right, this is how much we have to charge. So they're just having to charge more because it's increasing, right? Right. And cybercrime's up 300% since COVID, right? So, I mean, it's, it's a thing. It's going to be more with Russia and Ukraine. Absolutely. I mean, the warnings is. are out there. Yeah. And the fact that you've got... This information, you know, from the White House, from the FBI, um, the Department of Justice, you've got all these people telling us we need to do this. Yeah. But they're not doing it. Right. And because it's inconvenient. Mm -hmm. And, you know. It won't happen to me. It won't happen That's, to me. I get I'm that a lot. Wrong. Yeah. I get that a lot with active shooter. It won't happen here. It always happens somewhere else. And, well, it's got to happen somewhere. Right. And, they, and they've got to attack somebody. <clears throat> so you do um, access control. You install cameras. Um, and I'm interested in that because uh, when I do facility reviews for, for Active Shooter, or when I do Active Shooter presentations for businesses, I do a facility review. Right. And I tell them, trim the hedges, put spotlights here. You could use a camera here, access control. Locking doors, access control is huge, huge uh, when it comes to Active Shooter because statistically, there's only been twice where an Active Shooter's breached a door. Out of all the attacks we've had, they don't waste time on doors. So, so areas of refuge are huge. So you do that for businesses. We do, absolutely. And it, we agree it's important. I think it's important to know who and what came in and out of yeah. the business, right? Yeah. And I also believe in choke points. 
having a, a choke point at say the entrance yeah. so that you have good data right. on what vehicle, what people, yeah. whether it's video, because if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But being able to go with that instead of, I don't know, I don't yeah. know, somebody just came in. The other thing we have through AI, which I know we were talking about earlier, which is artificial intelligence, is we can do things like loitering. So mm -hmm. we have cameras around your facility and you don't want to pay a security guy to sit there yeah. and watch. We can say if somebody wanders around this area for more than three minutes, I want you to send a text message to me or I want it to you know, be notified. Or yeah. Monitored by. yeah. So you can literally set systems up to watch all the video for you better than you can. There's other situations we can do. Like I could have a camera in a conference room. Yeah. And I can say, this is what the conference room should look like all the time. Yeah. So people come in, they use a conference room and let's say one day you decide to go ahead and take the TV off the wall. Mm -hmm. It's going to notify me immediately. Amazing. Hey, this situation doesn't yeah. normally happen. Something's different. Point. Right. So that's on the physical side too. So it, it kind of helps. Hey, we've got these people that shouldn't be in this area or tailgating. So access control where they go ahead and I scan my badge and I open the door, but you follow me in, but didn't scan I your badge. I preach to people. Don't yeah. do that. I may, I tell them, make it a policy violation, a termination, terminate. You could be fired for it. Don't right. let somebody in under your card. And I, we, through our technology, yeah. can notify you that somebody just did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So your security people could walk up to Joe and be like, hey, Joe, you tailgated, right. right? Coming in, if you do this again, you're going to be terminated. That's right. I, I agree with that as well, especially with a lot of the compliance coming down with MCM and yes. NIST and several things. Anything that government money funded stuff mm -hmm. is really starting to tighten up, which is great. We need that. There's been active shooter attacks where somebody has been, several, where somebody's been terminated and the person that allows them to piggyback in doesn't know they've been terminated and you just let them in with a gun and that's when they start shooting. Right. Um, another good thing about cameras that I, I, I tell these businesses, and they don't think about this, if your facility is set up with cameras and you've got it Wi-Fi to your phone so you can see it, if there's an attack, you can meet the police at the outside parking lot, hand them your phone and say, this is where the shooter is right now. Here's my oh. phone, here's my access. And it just helps the SWAT team to get to that person quicker and eliminate them. I know you had no idea you just set this up for me. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say thank you right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're right. So technology has changed, right? Huge. A lot. Yeah. Uh, with the invent of cloud, like she was yeah. talking about, yeah. we got to grow up in this environment. We're doing a lot of things straight to the cloud, right? Right. So for instance, even with compliance, it gets so much easier to do that handoff to law enforcement, right? Yeah. So there's an incident with our system, our cloud system, right? So it's I have it recording locally, so you have a copy there. Mm -hmm. It's also recording in the cloud. Mm -hmm. When you have an event, you can choose to share that as a link and send that link as a text message, as an email. To the police that department. That cop pulls it up on yeah, his yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pull it up in their car. Very important. Up, right. And then they have access to save it. Mm -hmm. So not only did they do it, it's just like, you know, they're, they're able to, to match that up. And one thing that we were able to do, um, Fifth and Federal, mm -hmm. uh, when that event happened down there. Yeah. We took our video and we worked with the Lynchburg City Police Department. Yeah. And you see their body cams, a rock, come flying over and hitting an officer. But you didn't know where it came from because right. you're seeing it from his body cam. We were able to use the timing and line that up with our camera system to see the person that threw the rock as it comes over and hits. Amazing. So they were able to use that using our technology yeah. to come up with, I think it was like 25 arrests. Wow, that's great. So, the technology is there. We have to use it. Right. We have to get out of that mindset that... 
uh, it's not going to happen to us. Attacks are a reality, and I think we're going to see cyber attacks. Russia's going to strike against us. It's it's They're it's coming. It yeah. They're doing it now. Yeah. It's happening right now. Yeah. There's actually three or four um, events that are going on right now where there are um, vulnerabilities, right? So you see that Windows update that keeps coming up? Yeah. Click yes. It's pain in the butt, but you want that to do it. I mean, that's, that's automatic if you right. want to. Because when they see a vulnerability, they start attacking it. And then you get all these APIs, all these things talking to each other. You yeah. got all these different sites that download little pieces, little cookies to your computer and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of this can be damaging, right? Yeah. Some of it's good like you need it, but some of it's not. But the idea is to have a process to where you're you're staying up to date. It's important because right now there's vulnerabilities in firewalls, mm -hmm. so you don't know, and somebody's pulling all the data out of your firewall. Right. So you have a whole business; they don't have to get in because they're catching everything on the edge. Right. Right. So you've got there, there's so many vulnerabilities going on right now. And here's the cool thing: if you're uh, if if you're a criminal, it's software as a service. Ransomware is a service. Mm -hmm. So I hack a bunch of computers. I sell all the data. The people don't know is three, four, six months, two years later, before I ransomware. Yeah. So I've I've sold it to people. You know, I put it on the, the dark web. I've pulled all the data that I needed to go impersonate people. I've done all this stuff. And if you don't know what's happening, they just keep doing it. They're not yeah. ransomware. Right. Right. You're you're worth more to them until they're done with you. That's right. So when you get ransomware and you're like, oh my gosh, my computer just went down. Understand that if somebody says, oh yeah, you just clicked on this ransomware thing. That's not true. They've, They've already had you. They, yeah, I think the average is three weeks wow. before anything happens. Yeah. You're not going to know for three weeks before they actually change anything. Right. But what they do is they get in, they figure out your infrastructure, they figure out your backups. Usually they encrypt the backups before they ever encrypt your data. Yeah. So what happens is by the time you ransomware and your IT company is like, oh, let me go replace your right. backup. Oh, no, the backup's encrypted. You know, what are you doing to prevent that? Yeah. What are they doing to prevent that? Right. How would you know? Would you know if somebody tried right. to encrypt your backup? I mean, we can tell, right? Yeah. But we're also focused on cybersecurity and not just computer repair. There's so much, so much that that, uh, that I've never considered when it comes to cyber. So, you know, that's not my, my forte, but it's amazing, the, the information. So, if do you travel out of state? We you, do. Yeah. We actually have a customer. Um, I've got a lot of businesses all over the country where I've done active shooter training for, and I know they're listening. They've subscribed to this. So would you, you know. Right. So there's two things. Um, I don't, we're not in business to sell anybody anything. We're a solutions yeah. provider, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even if we came in and consulted, yeah. uh, we can help them come together with a plan, the technology, because there's so many different technologies out there that's going to be best for them and their situation. I yeah. don't have one thing. I'm not like Toyota. I'm here to sell Toyota. That's I'm right. Here to sell you a Ford. Yeah. I'm here to sell you a solution, right? Yeah. I can help you figure that out. We do have clients in about 12 different states that we do access control and video yeah. surveillance for as well as cybersecurity. Yeah. Um, but, you know, badge access, I'm mean, going to go back to that for a second, access control. Mm -hmm. We can tie that into your cybersecurity. We do that for customers. And so the idea is I come in, I hit my badge on the door. I can make that two-factor so you have your badge and a code mm -hmm. if I want. But then on your computer, I can have a little scanner there and you put that down as your two-factor so it reads your card and then you put in your password. So now you get two-factor at your desktop and then I got one click to terminate you and now none of that works. The one right? click to terminate is critical. Critical because if we fire somebody and they say, I'll come back and shoot the place up. Well, you know what? I don't have to take your key that you've made a copy of. I right. just cut you out of the system immediately. Uh, the Virginia Beach attack, they didn't take him out of the system. And yeah. he had his, and he's moving around freely, shooting people, swiping his card, and they haven't taken him out of the system. Right, and that's huge. I'm glad that you say so. A lot of times, um, 
companies don't know that that technology is even available. Right. So we're able to integrate with their Active Directory. So when they turn off their access to email, we'll turn off all the access yeah, yeah. to their to the building. Right. Um, so they'd have to be escorted at that point yeah. if they needed to get in. I, I did a, a business in uh, Chicago, and, and their HR was very vulnerable. And it was a separate building for the employees go. So we suggested that when HR has an appointment with an employee, that they can go into that system and allow them access to the HR office and building during this time frame of your appointment. So it, it you know, in and out, it's very easy. It is. So we actually integrate with even some cloud services, like if you wanted to, if, if you had an office space or several office spaces and you were renting them out to people for a week at a time, mm -hmm. two weeks at a time, it's mm -hmm. become a very big thing. We actually integrate it and you just use your phone and we can do it with any of our yeah. systems. So your phone is your key. You don't have right. to mail anybody a badge. Right, or anything. right. They can just put their phone up, you know, just like you would at the Hilton where you hold the button and the door opens. Yeah. So all of that, but only during the time frame that you rented that space. Exactly. And it's all done on the website. There's no human interaction on our customer side. Yeah. So you're able to kind of like Airbnb a workspace. Yeah. Like we work or something and it, and it all be automated. Right. So there's so much you can do now and it's really not that expensive and the level of security is next level. Um, so I would love for Sherry, if you have a second. Oh, to, gosh. To, <laughs> so Sherry keeps up with our regular, I mean, there are hundreds of thousands of actual breaches and attacks that happen every single day. Right. And we categorize them down to like a top five or six. And we generally try to have like bigger, like the healthcare, like something yeah. that's going to have personal information or, or financial. And um, so I would love if you want to talk about how you keep up with all of that yeah. and let our customers know. Yeah. yeah. Let, me add, let me comment on one thing you said about it being expensive, by access control cameras. When you look at a wrongful death payout or a personal injury payout, the expense of access control and cameras is nothing to what you're right. going to pay. That's, you know, I, I say that when, when they when they want me to come out for training. Well, you know, it's it's this and that. Well, when you when you look at lawsuits on failure to use due diligence, you know, right. you're, 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 you're nowhere near with the cameras and, and the key access. So not it's close. not expensive when you when you weigh out the, the cost of not having something using due diligence. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It's all, it's okay. Sherry, it's all you. Yeah. So every month um, we have the series called CTS Monthly Breach. Mm -hmm. And this is where the marketing department, we go in and um, we find a whole collection of who has been hacked. Yeah. Um, typically they're, they're bigger uh, industries, but um, they're relevant mm -hmm. and they're from health all the way to, um, I don't know, the Joe Joe's coffee shop down there. Yeah. 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 Um, but the purpose of it is that we are trying to let people understand that this is happening. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a reality. Yeah, it's hacking. It's ransomware. And we'll break down, okay, yes, the hacking was the incident, or maybe ransomware was the incident. Right. And we'll provide the description on how this is impacting the business. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes we'll provide how it's impacting their customers. Because right. that's the point that I feel like most comp companies may not think about. It's, oh, well, what about me? Well, what about your customers? Right. What about your reputation that's and right. your community? That's right. Because that's really what's on the line. Uh -huh. It's not only your employees' passwords and maybe their banking information, but it's also the customers, their credit cards, mm -hmm. their social security, mm -hmm. and your community. Right. So do you want to have cybersecurity and be protected and right. do what's right? Or are you just going to you know, cross your fingers? Yeah. It's not going to happen to me. Well, it's not about if, but right. it's about when and how bad. Right, right. I... um. I, when you talk about customers losing customers, mm -hmm. I, I applied for a credit card. It was an American Airlines credit card. And uh, make a long story short, they sent me a letter and they said, call us and give us your the, the personal information. And I immediately backed away from that 
you know, they want my social security number on the phone and all this stuff. And, and, and so I said, forget it. I ripped it up because if that's like you said, if, if that's the, their security that they're sending out to me, what are they not doing? Yeah. Right. So I just want to, so it can hurt business if you're not secured because yeah. I won't do business with somebody that's not secure. So there's these people are smart. The reason they're able oh, yeah. to pull all this off is because of you know, their, so mail, right? People think, well, I didn't click on the email. I'm secure. <laughs> Well, they're the cyber, the cyber criminals are mailing you that letter. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Not be from American. You, then you've got. I mean, you see it on Facebook, right? You talk about selling a phone. Yeah, you go sell a phone on Facebook, and they're like, "Hey, yep, I'm gonna pay you full amount. Can you ship it to this address?" And everything seems legit. And they're like, "Oh, well, it's in the, uh, you know, PayPal Protect thing, yeah. where, where basically when I get the item, it'll release the money. That's not a PayPal thing. Okay. That's not real. Yeah. And so a lot of people are falling victim to these things. Or hey, that Amazon package, you know, it's been delayed. Click here to find out what your options are, and they're clicking the link, putting in their username, password, which they probably use for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then they're even asked them for their credit card, verify your credit card information. They're asked, so somebody's typing all this in, and then it actually passes that information they just typed in to Amazon. They're actually in Amazon. Yeah. But what they've done is given this criminal everything. Right. right. All because they followed the path instead of just saying, all right, I'm going to open up a separate browser, go to Amazon myself, log into my account, and see if it's there. Yeah. Right. So there's so many little things. It's not just the the obviously you know the fake prints that send me money or whatever. yeah 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 it's yeah. not yeah. that anymore wait is that fake <laughs> I just gave I just gave five hundred dollars to a pr- I'm gonna be a prince tomorrow oh, yeah. in Saudi Arabia tomorrow I thought it was today <laughs> it's not real it's not real or oh. even like better yet you know you get um, the the boomers getting those phone calls yeah of like hey can you get me my uh, Target gift cards right right well, you know, right they, they literally have a YouTube yeah. channel, multiple YouTube yeah. channels of scammers. Um, calling these people, calling really hackers, yeah. and the hackers are answering and saying, "Hey, uh, you know, disguising their voice as like an old person," and um, they're like, "Hey, yes, you need to send me, you know, five hundred dollars in uh, Target gift right. cards," and they're like, "Oh, what are you talking about?" And like, meanwhile, the hacker is on the scammer's computer and will pull up like, "Uh, do you know where this location is?" Oh, and wow. like, wow. kind of plays right back yeah. at them. So there are intelligent people yeah. who take it a little further. Yeah. And there's some who are like, I'll just click on the link. I'm oh, I know. It. I know. <laughs> it's easy. We're all about easy. That's America. right. That's, we're, yeah. we're a microwave easy. society. We're a McDonald's right. drive-thru. I yeah. want it right now, quick. Throw it in the microwaves and want it fast. Mm-hmm. And that gets us in trouble. And we all, you know, you guys do jujitsu and um, martial arts and self-defense. And, uh, and what I do is that. But I always have to remember that there's always somebody bigger and badder and well more more trained than I am. Right. And so I think that goes with what I do and you guys do is people need to know that there's always somebody that's smarter, quicker, faster than we are. So we need to reach out and seek that professional help to bring us to that next level of of personal protection or cyber protection, um, security. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's important to re- realize that. Absolutely. Just like I think it's important to realize your surroundings when you go into a place. Yeah. You know, who's here? Why are they here? Right. Should I be here? Right. What's my way out? Yeah. Um, you know, the idea is if, uh, if, if you were in a building and the gun goes off, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, do you know where the closest exit is? There to think about it. Right. Yeah. So with cybersecurity, I ask you the same question. Boom, we've been hit. Now what? Now what? That's, yeah. Yeah. Now what? Now what are we going to do? First thing they're going to do is why didn't we have protection? Right. Because now you're getting ready to spend a lot more money and damage control than if you just had the protection. And here's the myth. And this is what I get when I ask customers this. Well, I call my IT guy. 
And I'm like, okay, that's that's a problem. Yeah. What about your insurance company? Yeah. Or the FBI? Or the clients or, you're going to lose because now they don't want to do business with you yeah. because right. your inform my information is not secure. And I I really get frustrated when I hear computer companies go out here and they talk about how they're going to help the customer with compliance. I'm like, unless you're writing policies, you're not helping with compliance. Right. You're doing what you do because you get paid to do it. Your yeah. computer repair shop. Yeah. You're not coming up with strategic plans to react to an event. Yeah. And those are things that we do and we see so many companies have never even heard of it and but they feel like their IT company's got them covered. Yeah. And they don't. Right. And what's going to happen is eventually they're going to get hit, they're going to have losses, their insurance company is going to sue the IT company that's yeah. actually just a computer repair shop and say where are these logs? I want to right. know how long they were in the system. That's right. They want all this information. We've even seen some insurance companies now will show up and say, hey, um, where are the incident reports? So if you clicked, like we had a customer one time, just recently we saw a active, successful login in Brazil mm -hmm. for a customer that was here. So our system sees that, alerts it. We have a real person here in Lynchburg, Virginia, yeah. lock the account, called the customer and said, are you in Brazil? They're like, no, I'm actually at the YMCA right now. Yeah. And we're like, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Here's, here's the, that's an incident. Right. That's an report. That should be reported depending on your insurance yeah. to your insurance company, but that would be up to you. The other thing we hear is companies show up and say, hey, my insurance company sent me this document to fill out because they want to make sure that we're doing these things. They're like, two-factor turned on. Yes. Or they're having their IT company fill it out, and they're saying yes. Yeah. Well, you have it on one thing, or do you have it on everything? I mean, is it partially? Right. But then you, know, the IT company shouldn't fill that out. They just like an attorney should be redlining comments on mm -hmm. the side to mm -hmm. say this is what you're doing, this is what you're not doing, and it's up to the customer to decide if they want to start doing these things, right? Or if they want to write on that document. It's not yep. my job to write on your document, mm -hmm. right? So I think if your if your computer company is filling out your document for you, there's a problem. They don't yeah. understand. Yeah, so yeah. Not, they're not bad. They're just not. They're not a security focused. Right, company. right. I always say what your instructor doesn't tell you can be just as dangerous as what they do tell you. Yeah. Right. So it's the same thing in your business. What right. your IT guy doesn't tell you can just be as dangerous as what he's not, he or she's not doing. Right. And this is not a, you know, we're better than our competitor situation. Right, right. This is about educating yourself. If you have not had these conversations or if this speak, you know, right. you hear this. Ask them. Yeah. Ask your IT company. Yeah. Are you insured? Do you do third-party audits? We have. We get audited. We actually have a company that we pay to attack us yeah. and to find anything they can find because we know if we're not paying them to do it, somebody's doing mm -hmm. it. I want to make sure I got every door locked. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. yeah, that's good. That's I good. I think another concept that people need to see mm -hmm. is you know we have we have land physical land but we have laws and amendments and right. you know you can't touch that because that's mine right or um even if a criminal hears that they don't care mm -hmm. they say I don't, I don't want it i'm going to take it right um so there's the criminals and there's your average citizens who, who abide by the laws when it comes to the cyber world what are the laws yeah. There are no laws. Right. So anything goes. Yeah. So going back to the Russian um, uh, incident and possible yeah. cyber attacks there, and then you have the anonymous group coming in. The anonymous group are, are a bunch of very, very well-trained hackers and have been around for years. Right. Now they're like, ooh, we want to play. Because it's a cyberspace. Yeah. They're professionals. Yeah. And they just want to play. And That's that, right. And technically speaking, they can play. That's right. And, and they said they're going to war on Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm really thankful they're doing. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. I've had it. So I, I want to go back to the Russia thing real quick if we if we have time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk about Ukraine, um, that situation. I, it's really unfortunate 
and I can't imagine, I know my son's in the military, I can't imagine being there and having your family or you having to fight out in front of your house yeah. to, to make ends meet, uh, to be alive, right? It'll be here soon. It, yeah. In the U.S. So what can they do, U.S. or here? What is Russia doing? Like, let, let's break this down. We, we talked about ransomware, release your data for money. We see that a lot here. We saw it with the gas pipeline. All that. But let's, let's take a little deeper. If, if you're a state running, you want to take over, what are you going to do? You want all of the citizens to lose confidence in their current government, uh-huh. right? So if you shut down their ability to get money out of the bank, you shut off their water supply, you know, so you do a DDoS attack. So you're really not stealing any data. You really don't have access. You've just stopped everybody from having access. Imagine if I took, you know, you look at what happened with Obamacare's website. It went down because everybody yeah. was going to it. Right. Like, imagine if we just took all the Facebook requests and pointed it at Russia. Yeah. They would be so overwhelmed that nothing would work. Yeah. So that's kind of what they're doing. And the goal is to drop that confidence, be disruptive. You know, say, hey, I can't do this. I can't do this. I don't have any power. I don't have any water. I don't have any money. I might as well let Russia come in. Yeah. Because then I'll have money and right. water. And, and I can get on my social media because it's so important. So yeah. important. It's, and yeah. So those things, I, I, I see it as part of that mental warfare is how do I get the people to turn? Yeah. How do I get the people to come to me for this? I have the water. I have the internet. Yeah. I have yeah, the yeah, social media. Yeah. I can turn this back on for you. So it's not just the, I want to blow the pumps up, which they do. Yeah. It's that I want to get control of the people and part of doing that is taking things away. Yeah. Right? At least they're not taking things away because they won't get a shot. But Exactly. <laughs> We're seeing that here in the United States where we they're are. taking things away from us. To make it hard on us until we do what they want. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing as what's going on in Russia right now. Wait, not, COVID is still a thing? Yeah, wow. yeah. Why aren't we, it disappeared yesterday. Why aren't we wearing masks? <laughs> 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 yeah. So how do they get a hold of you guys? And you're literally right down the street from from me on Timberlake. We are right here on Timberlake. Of course, you just go to um, you know teamcts.com. Yeah. And the reason we're team CTS is it takes a team. Right. It's right. Like one person. There's no magic bullet. We're a team. We don't have customers. We have our partners. And yeah. We look if you're if you're coming to us, it's because you want a partner, not because we want to sell you something. Right. Right. So and your Sherry, you do on your on your Facebook page, you do videos. That people yeah. can watch that are free. I watched a couple of those. You yeah. can watch and just get some information. Yeah. So um, every month on LinkedIn, actually exclusively yeah. on LinkedIn, yeah, um, we have the series called Tech Confidence. Okay. And it's what it sounds like. Yeah. I take uh, tech information. Right. We'll take three tech trends, two tech tips, and always in the mess or in the episode on a positive note. Mm-hmm. Um, but we provide mm-hmm. tech information and give you confidence. Right. We understand that you don't want to learn coding. We don't want to teach you coding. That's boring, right? Right, right. But we are going to teach you what you need to know that you can take with you and put in your back pocket for later and down the road. Yeah, yeah. So. Is the LinkedIn address Central Technology Solutions? Yes. That's the name mm-hmm. of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So real quick, yeah. Marco, thank you for all that you do for this community. All yeah, you do for we'll America, right back at you. Safe. It's, yeah, it's really refreshing to we have people like you on our side. So thank yeah. you for all you. Thank do. you. Right back at you, and I'm glad you guys came in. This is a, a lot of information. Probably going to have you back in a couple of days or weeks as things develop. And then um, Tommy and I were talking off air that we might do a, a free workshop here for businesses. And we'll talk about personal security. We can talk about cybersecurity, cameras, key access. So if you're a business and you're interested in that, reach out to them. Reach out to me. We'll get that going. You guys have anything else to add? No. Just uh, everybody be safe. Remember, we're at war. We, we are war cyber security. We, we are war. We're in a civil war also. We just haven't had shots fired this yet. This is true. Yeah, yeah. It's very true. We're, we're, yeah. 
Yep. Stand your ground. Be strong. That's We're right. Americans. We're going to win. That's right. Thanks for listening to Active Listening with T4 Tactics. Subscribe to this, please. we got more coming. We'll have uh, Tommy and Sherry back probably with some more information as this uh, Russian and Ukraine uh, incident develops. So thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Reduce injuries and save lives.